There we go. And we are back with the three smoothest boys I know. And that is with the help of nut care. With this bare nuts, bare butt, comfy nuts, it's wood. The combination of them all has got us being as smooth as possible. What's that noise in the background? <laughs> we have a special guest watching live and he's, he, he said, I'm not going to do anything to fuck you up and he's already done it. Oh, beautiful. Anyway, we are here at any given Sunday. We are proud to be sponsored by Nutcare. Nutcare is revolutionizing male grooming for men. It was recently voted number one in Men's Sports Health Magazine. Just use the... Promo code any given Sunday at checkout and get 10% off your first purchase. That's Nut Care Essential Grooming for Men. Well done. Brown 45. You are listening to Any Given Sunday Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in at least three households, one studio, the Gridiron Australia head office, all the other places that we are number one, which is many nowadays, which is many. Uh, I want to start off just off the top. Uh, you boys, I, I really have to uh, give a shout out to you boys and appreciate you boys. I was away. I took some leave the other day. First episode, I believe, I've missed um we we did have we lost someone pretty special to us in our family and you boys stood up and and did it uh i really appreciate it although it was very scratchy from the start but oh. you got through <laughs> uh i hope you have a bit more of appreciation of what i have to do behind the scenes now danny it's um it's a lot it's a lot and, uh yeah i'm sure i can't believe you called it scratchy we did all right <laughs> you did great you did great but it was very much appreciated so shout out to you boys early on it's um yeah it was uh oh, we have more noises who's that one <laughs> jeez we've started well we've started well it's not gonna scratchy <laughs> you thought we started scratchy last week for ages so we're, we're due joining us as always <laughs> is the ever reliable TC24, Danny's basement, wherever that may be, at Tim Carty, AGSAU. How are you, mate? Yeah, going good, mate. Going going very well. Um, yeah, great to have you back. Um, yeah, obviously, big love out to you and all the family. Um, but, yeah, good to see you back in the lab. Uh, yeah, and talk some, talk some shit about some football. Talk all of the dribble. It's it's my happy place in here. So it, happy to talk all the dribble, as well as our junior boy turned senior boy at Danny Webb, AGSAU. How are you, mate? I tell you what I'm not good at though is tipping. <laughs> so, oh, dude. Oh. great, great week of football. Great week of football for it was fantastic. I don't get it. Like, so Josh Slattery from he's leading the <laughs> the leading the tipping comp. And I messaged him this week being like, because he's not at work at the moment. I messaged him this week. I'm like, how you doing? I'm picking good. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you um yeah, I, I had a little note just to write and say that it was a huge week. Tight end, tight end day, tight end on, yep, on the Sunday, tight end day. and it's and a week where national tight end day. That's it. Well, well said. Uh, it was also a week that was terrible for punters alike because I I tipped three, so I'm definitely in the same camp as you, Danny. 
Like I'm not as bad as you. I'm just pretty bad. Yeah, no, nah, same. I tip four, and like I, I don't know why I keep. It's literally in our name. Any given Sunday, any team can win. But dude, yeah, it was it was a rough week out there, and rough rough week personally, fantasy wise as well. So yeah, yes, yes. But I actually, uh, I don't know. I quite like it that any any team, um, seem seemingly most teams. I think there's still a few down the bottom that that won't. Um, yeah, most teams can knock off any team on their day, which is huge. We said most teams down the bottom. Down the bottom, the Patriots managed to knock off the Bills, which yeah. is... I thought you were going to bring up the Packers then, but I'm glad you didn't. There's probably a bigger gap between the Bills and the Patriots. Yeah, yeah you're right. No, that was. We will be talking about that game, so let's not go too early. Uh, like I said, there's a few games, a few upsets, uh, but a great round, really, a great round. A um, couple of things we we should mention: our damn Zen the design game pass link still live. Make sure you get on there. Um, although I was away and not doing too much, I was still able to get on there and watch four games at once, which. Uh, is huge. Red Zone. I actually had it on. I did go into work and I had it on for the boys at work. Uh, they loved it. So make sure you get on the Design Game Pass, which is on our link tree, uh, as well as everything else, which is link tree. Is that right, Danny? Yeah, on the yeah, link tree, on the Twitter, on the Instagram. The other thing is our merch store, which is on there. Um, shout out to Flogboy. He, he probably doesn't want me to say this, but he sent me a photo. He's got he follows the 49ers, but he got a Detroit Lions shirt Ooh. and I reckon a Jag shirt. Uh, and they look crisp. So you can get away. He said they were he's gone to New Zealand to rep it. Um, but he said one of the best shirts that he has, so he had to get some more. So um, I think it's time that I go and buy a few different colours and really start repping them. Love to hear that from Flog Boy. That's huge. Mm. Yeah. So we will be over in New Zealand more. I know we got Vince. Vince is huge over there. But these boy uh Danny uh, Danny. Flog boy is going to be over there repping it for us. Yes. <laughs> I'm still here. All right. Um, let's get through. We're going to leave Dr. Danny's uh, until all the injury news comes out. So we'll leave that for Thursday or Friday, whenever we come back on. Um, so we're going to get straight into the games that we want to talk about. I'll, I'll run through all the games maybe later afterwards. But the first games that we want to talk about, because we're going to deep dive into a couple this time. The first one that we've got on our list, the Lions and the Ravens. Uh, not an upset, but maybe not as close as what we thought. Yeah, so the Lions and Ravens, like, picture in the Lions to go in, and I did it as our my preview. And I was expecting the Lions to go in and absolutely take it to the Ravens, but... Just has absolutely stepped up and grown as a quarterback. He is now really comfortable in the pocket. He's no longer just a on the feet threat, and he just picked apart the Lions' defense. But it shouldn't have been that lopsided. No, I did have uh, as part of my questions without notice, but um, looking at all the games that you picked for us to look at, Danny, all my questions were to do with the games. So I'll just bring it up now. Um, we said we we're sleeping on the Cleveland Browns last week. If we is Lamar Jackson just kind of sitting in the background doing what he needs to do and really showing that he was worth, uh, you know, that time that he sat out and you know really proving that that was worth it for him. Absolutely. So for him to, he was only sitting out so he get that contract, and it's like he is deserving of it. 
like I said, he's becoming that better passer. He's just completely in control the whole game. Never looked phased. Eight to six against a, a five and one Lions team, and a five and one Lions team has been competitive as well. They haven't just been playing weak sides, you know. Actually, been competitive the whole time. If you go out there, the way he was. I know they're playing at home, which makes a massive difference, but just in control the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, I think he's, he's really showing out to be that pocket passer that he has been saying for so long that he is. So maybe the fact that he got – I know he got a new offensive coordinator this year, so um, working into that and actually bringing a game plan that he can do. It's going to be me and you, Danny, discussing this because I can see Cardi really working hard behind the scenes. Sorry, mate. I just, yeah, trying to keep up with the chat. I'm trying to keep one of you, one of you with you boys, one eye on the chat. It's, it's tough out yes. here, but we're going You work right. hard. Behind the scenes, mate. Well, well, while you're here with us, uh, were you surprised by Lamar and uh, the the Ravens absolutely tearing through the Lions? I suppose more. it's more just expected more from the Lions' offense. I think they were shut out for three quarters, like Danny mentioned earlier. Kind of, we know what we know what to expect from the Ravens when they're going, like, and we know what they can do and what sort of their offense can look like. And like Danny said, Lamar was elite, um, looked really good, got himself a rushing touchdown. I think it might have been the first touchdown of the day. Uh, just waltzed in, had the ball over the line, just easy yes, as you sir. like. Um, but his throwing game was on. His accuracy was up. I think he had over 350 yards, his second highest total um, in his career, I'm pretty sure. Um, and Goff just kind of struggled for a bit. He only went 33 uh, from 53 um, attempts. So probably a bit of the um, bit of the issue there for the Lions. And then the running game, only had a total of 84 yards. So Montgomery out hurt, like hurt at the moment. Definitely hurts their running game. Um, Gibbs was pretty productive, had a touchdown at 68 yards, but definitely having Montgomery out does does hurt them quite a bit. Um, but yeah, just expected, obviously expected more from that that Lions offense. For them to not actually yeah, I think... score a touchdown the whole time as well. Like, a... yeah. Uh, from memory, I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, it was... Yeah, and they didn't convert. Sorry. Um, but yeah, for them to only uh, Goff not to throw for one single touchdown and then Lamar to throw for three, like and just I thought that yeah, the Lions would have definitely Yeah. Look, it could just be an off week. Uh we'll see that they have to bounce back. That's a, the sign of a good side. You could have bad days, but we'll see if they can bounce back and uh I don't know who they've got in the coming week. We'll we'll go through that next episode but yeah it's about their their they've got the Ravens on can. Monday night football mate they so, do that is it so hopefully a they don't bounce time. back too well if I'm they uh, won't I'm you'll honest. be fine mate all good just, just speaking totally impartially just yeah hopefully yeah, they, just, they have a terrible bounce they don't even bounce back off before at all they just stayed in nah, it's a dead cat real dead cat bounce kind of stuff yeah. <laughs> uh the next game Eagles Dolphins Danny your boys you want to lead us off mate oh I'm happy if someone else wants to otherwise <laughs> And everyone else who's listening, but uh, AJ Brown, what a number. 10 receptions for 137 yards. It's his fifth straight game. Last yard, which I'm pretty sure is a Philly record. Uh, yeah. All through while having an injured knee. So he left the game in a knee brace. He reckons, he said, I hope it's not too bad. He's going to, he's a competitor. So he'll be out there playing. Uh, and then came out even hungrier after that. So he ended up. Th- 279 yards. Um, the Dolphins were trailing 
two or through an interception to none other than big play, big play. I don't know how he says it so well. That's Please tough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Introduces himself as big play slave too. I love it. I, I noticed that like <laughs> it's huge, it's huge. Yeah. So like when there's like this is Philly's offense, he's like I'm big play slave. Then the Eagles in the brotherly shove multiple occasions to actually get them up the field. I don't know if you boys saw it there. Again, this has happened twice now. There's only reason I'm bringing up it being offside against the Dolphins and it also being offside neutral zone for Philly. But the hand that they were looking at was actually Kelsey's. And Kelsey's hand's the only one that can actually be in the neutral zone. But they pinged him for a penalty. Yeah, they commentators said that they called that wrong um, at the time, didn't they? Second time so far this season. So if they could stop doing that, that'd be lovely. But anyway, <laughs> got it done. the boys got it done anyway. And then Hertz hit AJ Brown for that beautiful yard reception. Uh, Tua still played all right. Yeah, 22 for 216 yards. Uh, and it was their first head to head matchup. So Tua and Hertz both played under yeah. Alabama. Alabama. Saban. Saban. Yeah, so both yep. played and Bam. And Tua actually replaced Hertz at halftime in the 2017. It was a big I mean, thing, I think, for Hertz to come out in yeah. this first way to, you know, take it to him. Uh, it, it, second time Dolphins were facing a winning record team, and it's their second loss of the year. So every time the Dolphins have won, they've only won against. And both, both losses to Danny Boy have been multiple score losses. So, like, it hasn't been just a tight one possession sort of one score game. They've, yeah, they've been beaten convincingly both times. So that's kind of like the start of the cracks appearing or the chink in the um, the Miami armour that people are kind of looking at at the moment um, in terms of their their record. Mm. There was – they did have the chance to, to make it a – they tie up the game, but then Philly was able to – you know, just take control of the last five or six minutes and just rush it down. And they end up scoring on the back of it, but uh, they could have, or they took a knee at the very end as well. So I think, yeah, it's something we might be talking about later, the the strength of the Dolphins going forward. A couple of things that I think Philly's defense was, although your offense scored, I think it was their defense that actually really stood up. They didn't have, the Dolphins had no play over 30 yards, which is enormous considering you've got, Hill and I know Waddle was a bit, bit lame, but you, know, but you got those yep. two. Yeah, back spasms. You know the lights. Put them out yeah, the so the the fact that they've got those two and you was able to hold them to under thirty yards in one play was huge, and because that was an offsetting penalty, you actually had no penalties for the game, which seems interesting when you do have the likes of Tyree Kill. Whether I feel like there might be a little jumper pull every now and then, but and, huge. And that the hundred percent was. 100% no was. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna go put my full Philly hat and say there wasn't. There was a come out, which I know if you slow down pretty much any play in the NFL, you'd be able to find a whole lot. There was like clear some blatant ones, though. There was was four real blatant on Philly. Yeah, but you've got the job done and that's huge. While while you've got your Philly hat on, or maybe it's like half on your head, are are you concerned at all about... Does Jalen need to protect the ball better? He's second in the league for turnovers at the moment. I think he's got 10. Second in the league to might be the Falcons quarterback whose name I can't think at the moment with eleven. Do enough really? doing enough to win games still, obviously. But are you worried about that? Does he need to protect the ball a bit more moving forward, Danny Boy? 
Obviously, he had a sinker the week before where he threw three picks, and I think he threw two this game as well, and then also lost a fumble. Fumble. Mm. Which, if you look at him to how he was playing last year, opposite players in that retrospect. But the good thing about this game, yes, 100% think he's protected the ball better. But the good thing about in this I reckon, made him be like, nah, I need to switch on a little bit more. Anyway, it looked like the Philly of old. It looked like Philly, the offense, anyway, the defense was... Bang on. Defense is fine. But the offense actually looked like the Philly of old towards the game. So what really needs to happen is Philly need to come out and play like that the whole and try and get back to the dominating team that they can be. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, the we, we've been saying all year that they've just kind of been just getting over the line. It was still a, a win, a comprehensive win against a what for the moment we say is a pretty good side. Another so, contender that people are yeah, talking about. Absolutely. So. All right, let's move on before Danny absolutely loses his dramas Edmund, over this one. Yeah, what a yes, pick. he's back. I, did, I actually remember when he made a huge play, and I thought, yeah, Danny will be happy that he's back on the field uh, with that defensive rookie of the year uh, cash that he's got on him. So, yeah, he did remind me that. Uh, 49ers-Vikings, today's game. Uh, Cardi, you and I had a bit of a chat about this. It's another one that I picked one way and tipped the other. So I'm not sure why I keep doing that. But you said the 49ers were your lock. They did. did I did. I had them as me lock, silly. And Meg's reminded me in the chat too that uh, the 49ers just don't win in Minneapolis apparently. So it's <laughs> proven right again today. But Kirk Kirk Cousins was was on. Like their running game wasn't going. So in the end, he, he had to throw the ball quite a bit. And he's gone for 378 yards, 35 and 45 attempts. So he had, a, he had a bit of a game. But that just shows their O-line stepped up. I think he only had like... 25% pressures on out of 45 attempts or something like that. So the O-line stood up and protected him. And then Brock Purdy, like Brock was looking okay. He went for 272 yards, but he had interceptions in the middle of the field and just both at crucial times when it felt like the 49ers were coming. And it was mm-hmm. the last one was obviously on that, that towards the end of the game, they needed to take the ball, drive the ball down the field and score. And he just turned it over at just the, the most inopportune time. Um, so again, there's going to be more questions about Brock and people saying he's not a lead. He's just got the, the cattle around him, but like, that's got to be the case for any quarterback you know, that, that, um, that does well. But, um, McCaffrey kept his run going. He scored a, a touchdown. So I think he's at 15 games in a row now, maybe for, um, for scoring a touchdown. I think, is that right? Yeah. Uh, 15 or 16. Yeah. Yeah. 15 yeah. or 16 in a row. And Kittle, Kittle was pretty productive. Um, he was their highest, um, or most productive receiver, he had 78 yards. And he also had his first carry for, oh, I don't know how long they said, but he, he got a, it was a little two-yarder for a first down. And they, they mentioned that it was his, actually his first carry for, for like a long time. If, um, not, I don't know. I don't want to say ever, but definitely his first Just carry guess. for a long time. <laughs> That's all I do. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, that means the 49ers, they're on a two-game losing streak. Um, they're still an absolute wagon. They've still got one of the best rosters in – in the league, it's just keeping it healthy. Like there's Debo didn't play today. McCaffrey's had the issue with the oblique. Um, a few things like that popping up. So just got to stay healthy. The 49ers ride the wave. They've got a pretty tough um, schedule coming up. I'm pretty sure they've got the bagels next week. So that um, obviously a huge hit out. The bagels coming off a bye. Uh, they've got who they got. They got Jacksonville. They got the birds. They got Seattle twice. This is just in the next sort of seven weeks. So. Um, some teams that are up and about. So uh, this this next little seven-week patch will definitely show where the 49ers are, are truly at. 
yeah, they're always going to have tough patch, being the fact that they finished um, first in their division and made it to the NFC Championship. Just the nature so of the every beast, every yeah. game is going to be a tough game, but you're 100 percent right. A quick stat that I read, and it's not going to be 100. percent I'll guess just like you should have. Um, I can see you reading that message that you're about to. <laughs> um, if you had started with 100 bucks on McCaffrey for his first touchdown and rolled it every game that he was going to win it, uh, get a score a touchdown, you'd be up at about 80 grand at the moment. So I did see that. I love, I love, I love seeing those stats. Obviously, there's no yeah. one on it from game one, but no, no, no one to be someone that was. Kind of shit, but, uh, like, Danny, do you have anything? How do you even do that? Like. <laughs> He allows you to roll on each week, like you know what I mean, like to mo- like parlay it on every single week. Anyway, back to this game. I think you'd, yeah, have, to roll in, you'd have to just roll in your roll wings a week, or something. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But then your odds are going to get less and less. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Addison filled incredibly in this game. Uh, he caught two touchdowns, seven catches for one of them being that well, his first tug of war with Ward. So, like, they're both in the catch the ball, both at the same time. Ward took it off him and uh, actually got the interception on Kirk. And then the second one, the second tug of war, uh, and ran for a 60-yard touchdown, which was crazy. Like, it was – in feet afterwards, he's like, I couldn't let him get it twice. But it was such an incredible pull from Ward's hand, which was crazy. And, yeah, Cartu, 100% were right. Uh, cousin, he's, that O-line – Loves to break down and, he, and Cousins gets smashed more than anyone. But the fact that well, he, and- there was zero, their improvement and how much they stood up. Because the biggest thing is on the other side, San Fran are a team that love to get to the quarterback and they've got the guys that get to the quarterback and they got game records. So huge, yeah. huge from the, the Vikings O line. Getting down. You're doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Is that it? Beautiful. Next game, Browns-Colts. Uh, the next two we're talking about, I, I probably, even this game, you see it as a bit of a an upset, I think. It's probably, like you said, not as big of a disparity as the, the Patriots-Bills, which we're about to speak about. But the Browns-Colts, absolute thriller. Was it, it was nearly 70 points or more than 70 points and a cracking finish to the game. Danny, did you watch it? Absolute shootout. Uh, it was 29-28. school. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a 39-38, but anyway. Yeah, 39-38. 39-38. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was looking this was one of the games I watched at work with the boys. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. For this game, it was a shame the way it ended with the... This does not the score. <laughs> yeah, with the, with the officiating on that last drive, balls probably didn't need to be there. Like, one of them was the intention actually went completely out of field like it was it wasn't a catchable pass and they called intentional grounding or whatever it was um sorry it was the holding the holding call uh interference on a non-catchable ball uh so that was a disappointment to get there but miles garrett what a beast he played he had two strips over the long snapper to block that 60 yard field goal he was like Mind. It was crazy. Uh, so Watson, he, he impacted. His impact resulted in seventeen points for the for the Browns. Yeah, so which is for, <laughs> once again the Browns defense. The same as what you're saying with Philly. The Browns defense. Even though even though the Colts We've put been sleeping on them, boys. Thirty eight points on them. It was still 
their defensive response, which allowed them to get back up. Uh, Watson left the game in the first quarter and to lead them to victory for his second straight fourth quarter comeback in a row. So we conversations are going to have to uh, happening whether Walker actually takes over Watson. Uh, Minshew, Ooh. like I love Minshew, <laughs> I do, but man, speaking of people who can't protect the ball, costly turnovers, three of them resulted in scores for the brand. My two, two beautiful shimmies <laughs> after you shimmied after both. <laughs> I was like, Ruff, if, you're gonna, if, you're, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna sell. In case you do get two touchdowns, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, he's doing the dice too much. It's all he's got." Little <laughs> <laughs> maybe quite they don't know. Nice. Um, yeah, I actually, uh, I thought the uh, my memory said the Colts won. So yeah, huge win by the Browns. Uh, and what well done, Miles Garrett? Surely has to be top two, not two, defensive player of the year at the moment. Yeah. After that performance, he has to be number one. I don't think it even needs to be a discussion. I think yeah. if it was his best game that he's played so far, and he's like, oh, it's up there. It's one of the best. I was like, that, that was your best game. That it was, was incredible. Best. To be able so to good. jump, like you said, to jump the snapper, like if he touches him at all, it's a penalty. So he'd be 120-plus kegs. To be able to jump over him like that is enormous. So, yeah. And I think, no. I'm pretty Last sure game he's talk about. Isn't he like six? He is an all. And he, fuck it. And his biceps are bigger than my brain. So, uh, Patriots Bills, the last one <laughs> we're going to talk about. Uh, this one was a genuine upset. Um, Huge upset. Karts, what were your thoughts? I know, Danny, you've watched this. Karts, did you get to see it? Uh, I got to see a bit. And obviously, the Pats were leading early and then let the Bills um, come on a bit of a get a bit of a comeback going in that last quarter. Um, I saw a stat. Last three games for three quarters, the Bills are averaging under six points. So it just goes back to the we talked about their slow starts, like back to that England game and then last week. So they're on a bit of a roll of slow starts and having to play comeback football. And yeah, it looks good and flashy and it was close in the end. But if you're going to be like a genuine contender, you can't be always playing this comeback for come from behind sort of football. It's, it's so taxing and like everything has to go right. And as we saw at the end, 12 seconds left. Mac Jones was able to find Big Gusecki, um in the end zone and they were able to gritty off the field. That was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, massive upset. Like, Bill Belichick's 300th win. So he was obviously stuck on 299 for a while. Oh, Probably wasn't looking like he was going to get there this season. I don't think he'd ever playing. get <laughs> But um, massive, massive upset. It's, you know, they keep going this way. It's going to hurt their their draft pick stocks. But um, so maybe a few New England fans won't be too happy with that. But, yeah, huge upset, but it, it speaks more about the Bills than it does about the Patriots, I think, and they're just their inability to get it done in these games. Yeah, it was completely the Patriots game because the Bills were down 22-10. Uh, and then Allen won for 265 yards and threw an interception on his first play. The yeah. first offensive snap for the Bills threw an interception. It's not like in football games, if you're going to start like that. They really struggled on... Scored on two of their four red zone opportunities. Uh, there was that crazy 25 yard pass to Diggs, who like shrugged the tackle, and then and then they <laughs> yeah, 
on, on a fourth and two not long after, which got him uh, got him back. The Patriots then went back down on that final drive. And that final drive by the Patriots, I think it was like a drive uh, to get down there and to get that score with that uh, left. It was that last drive by the Patriots was textbook perfect. Uh, the Bills, the defense just wasn't really anywhere today. Today, Sunday. Yeah, huge. Went the game. Huge for Mac Jones to be able to get that confidence. Like he has been bashed from pillar to post about, you know, is this the last year and all those kind of things. So huge for him to have a game where, you know, he's actually come out and balled out a bit. So, uh, and with the Bills, it was something like 75% of, like, of the offense was completely on Josh Allen. Like, it's either you throw out the digs or Josh Allen runs. There's not really much in between. Like they've got to find something or other avenues. Really got to bring Gabe Davis in more. He killed me in fantasy. I don't know if he got injured or something like that. He killed me. You know, well, there yeah, just doesn't seem. Dawson Knox hasn't been anywhere. Like he has been. Big big Dalton Kincaid uh, back off. I think he was injured maybe for two weeks out for a couple of weeks or, or one. Um, but he he was there uh, receiving lead of seventy five yards and eight targets. So you know they're. They are looking at other avenues, yeah, but you're right. They gotta um they gotta share the load a bit. It can't just all be on Diggs, Diggs and Allen. Um it's just not enough to get it done. No. And as much as the we did need to give Jones some credit because he did complete twenty five seventy two yards. Like definitely his best game so far this year. And yeah, no, absolutely. Shout out to – big shout out to him. So, hmm. all right, the, the rest of the games, Jags, Saints, we spoke about 31-24 to the Jags. My Packers went down to the Broncos, 17-19. We're just playing for draft picks now. It's you beauty. 30, we spoke about that one, Bills, Pats. Commanders, Giants. Giants getting the job done in a kind of a snooze fest, 14-7 over the Commanders. Uh, your Raiders, Cats, 38. Don't, don't feel like you need Sorry. it well. Don't feel like 30 to 12. Well. It's okay. Lost to the Bears. Mm. Anyway, Falcons got the job done. That was my lock. We actually have to speak about that, cards. I hope you're ready for those. We will. Well, uh, once, 16, you've, once you've done this. 16 to 13 over the Bucks. Steelers 24-17 over Rams, which is a huge win for them, but great late comeback. Seahawks getting the job done for Megs. 20 to 10 over the cards. Chiefs Chargers, always a classic. Chargers probably not... Uh, quite up to it with the Chiefs, and they'll back to their Chiefs ways with Taylor Swift in the house. Uh, massive day for Travis Kelsey as well. It was at 183 yards or something like that in a touchdown, 31-17. And, yeah, we're speaking with the rest of them. So. The comparison, have you seen the comparison between when Swifty's there and when he, when she's not? Like, his performance. Yeah. Like... I did. I, I, I saw those stats. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. What, double, what it was like, much doubled his, it was like, his output. But the way they labelled it, it was like with Taylor in attendance and then when Travis left to his own devices or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty funny way to do it. Yeah, so and, off the back of that, our locks of the week, Danny Boy, you've had the Bills unsuccessful. You're on three. T-Mac, you took the Falcons? Yeah. Yes, so you, you've moved out in front. You're actually you're on five. Charlie playing catch up, so he had two. He had the Seahawks, so Mig will be happy with that. But he also took the 49ers, so he's only come up one. He's also on three, and I had the 49ers too. So I am stuck on three with Danny and Charlie. You're two out in front on five. So what well a done, mate. what a great day to be in front of a a competition that you don't actually win anything. It's it's about not coming last. So. It's about the punishment. So well done. Yeah, so grass. I'm but winning. Like, and I don't it just shows it. it pays. Don't don't go the safe option all the time. <laughs> you mixed it up a I little bit it. and it paid off. 
A tin. So, uh, all right, that leads us perfectly into. It's time for questions without notice. Wayne has just joined us. You want to come read the question without notice? Before we get there, I, it was remiss of me to bring up before, and it is this week, uncharacteristically, our questions without notice is brought to you by C2C Rare Threads. Hello, Wayne. Hello. Rare Wayne. Threads. You've got one of these packs, though. I have, yes. Uh, Check them out. They're real good supporters of us. They've just opened up their store one week down up on the Oregon Sunshine Coast. Uh, any given Sunday online, 10% off their codes. Cards, have you got anything to say about these guys? I've just received a little mystery box this week. I'm actually just repping the jumper, one of the jumpers I got, the old Oakland Raiders, the old vintage number. So happy that I also treated myself to a, a t shirt as well. So uh, I'll, I'll bust that out in um, a future episode. But shout out to the, the crew at C2C. Uh, they looked after me there. So they actually got in touch and uh, did ask if I had any preferences. So I don't know if that's a bit of special treatment for us or if that's the norm, but we'll put them on blast now. It might be the norm now. <laughs> you gotta you got to put in your preferences. But, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you to the crew at, uh, at C2C. Absolutely. Uh, Wayne, can, can you read that with your no glasses? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, my question for you, it's only one, and it's its like we've already kind of spoken about both these teams, but it's the Bills and the Dolphins. Are they pretenders on the AFC side? Pretenders? Oh. The Dolphins, the fact that they've only, like I said earlier, they've only won record teams is a bit of a red flag at the moment. It'll be interesting to see how they recover after the Eagles. And then the Bills, they just kind of seem not all on the same page rather than being pretenders. Like, either the offense is doing well, or like, but they're not... The way they're starting games is incredibly slow, not moving forward throughout. Like, because they, they finished the game, but they didn't start off very well at all. You can't come into the fourth quarter and expect to win. So I don't think the pretenders and potentially the Dolphins could be, but only time will tell with the Dolphins. Perfect. Cards, what do you reckon? Pretenders is strong, strong language. I don't like to go that hard this early. Uh, we, we saw teams with uh, far worse records last year make the playoffs after uh, this point in the season. So definitely not pretenders. AFC is a beast, as we know. Um, the Dolphins have got to get it done against good sides, though. And the Bills have got to wake up, get that offense going early. It feels like, yeah, like... There's just little rumblings of little shit going on maybe at the Bills. Yeah. Like you see, is there Diggs and Allen, like are they all good? Are they happy? Like you see Diggs getting a bit upset on the sidelines and things like that. But like snuff out that sort of stuff. Get the offense rolling. We know what they can do and we know what they're capable of. Same thing with Miami. they got that potent offense. They get rolling. They're, they're both absolute wagons. So definitely don't like the uh, the call on pretenders. Yeah, fair enough. I just think uh, Danny Danny almost convinced me with the Dolphins chat the other day. That's why I kind of brought it up. Uh, Wayno with the Keenan Allen in the background. Uh, yeah, that's all. Just there's a bit too much going on for the Bills uh, in the background for my liking at the moment. But like you said, sort that shit out and uh, they'll be back. All right, we're going to get on to this week's game. Last week we really were were paddling, so we're just going to get a quick word. Who's the game? And what is the line and what is your early thoughts? Uh, who's going to get it done? It's the Bucks and the Bills in Buffalo. The line is eight and a half. I think we've seen as much as nine and a half for the Bills. So 
man, with that slow starting offense, maybe it'll be a closer game, maybe load up on the Bucks at the line. Uh, but I feel like the Bills will bounce back and, and get it done in the end. Maybe not cover, though. The Bills yeah. definitely need to bounce back. The Bills need need to bounce back. It's not whether <laughs> it's not whether they will or not. They absolutely need to to mm. get what if they don't they three and four. Uh, they are four and two, yeah. Uh, four and three, sorry, four, four and, and three. three. Four, four and three. three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, they, they need this win. Record uh, at home three and one though, so that definitely plays a factor. Yeah. So hundred percent they're gonna get it done. They probably won't cover that nine. Cover the eight and a half, so shop around. Yeah, fair enough. I, like it. I agree. Interesting game. I don't. I don't. I think eight and a half is too many. Maybe there's something going on in Tampa that we're not quite across yet. So, uh, good game though, and I, I think I, I don't know. I reckon the Bucks are a chance if they come out. They're, they're a little bit of giant killers this year, I reckon. So if they can come out and get the job done, uh, I reckon AFC South or no NFC South could be. Uh, Almost a lock for them. But, all right, we've been going for too long. Good work, you lads. Uh, thank you, Wayno, for joining. <laughs> Shout out to Wayno. Shout out to Wayno. Uh, make sure you check us out. We're not sure, sure, probably Thursday or Friday this week. And, uh, yeah, see you boys then. See you, fam. Great to have you back, yeah, Matt, Daddy. Ah, cheers, boys. <laughs>